On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk all about voiceovers and some very interesting ways that you can get voiceovers without paying all those high prices. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yes. It sure does. Does to me. Yes. Well, today's episode is also made possible by our good friends at Movo, who... Yes. Well, yes, sir. They make some great microphones that you'll be able to use if you're recording your own voiceovers. In fact, you can get the nice UM700 or 800 desktop microphones, and those things are going to do fantastic for you when you plug that in right to your computer via USB, and you're going to get a great sound, a good podcasting and voiceover mic. And, of course, you can also pick up one of their lavalier mics like the LV1 and use that or any of their studio microphones that you can get as well there's a the i believe it's the mx5 is a beautiful little studio microphone that you put on an arm and put it on your computer and boom you'll sound like a true professional and of course they've got all the other great things as well like lights and stands microphones for your smartphones and your camcorders and everything in between and that's all available at movo when you head on over to raiselinks.com slash movo and with that, Steve, let's hit that intro music. Yes, sir. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video guy, yeah, Ray the video guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the video guy named Steve Sleeper. And my YouTube channel is Steve Sleeper Rail Fan. Head on over there, watch a video, uh, like it, comment, subscribe. I, I need the Flag help. It. I need the help. <laughs> uh, so today, what, what are you going to talk about? AI voiceovers, or what is it? Yeah, we're, well, we're going to be talking about voiceovers in general, but uh, I've kind of, um, well, I've gotten involved in something that I did not think I ever would, and that is, like you said, AI voiceovers, or uh, text-to-speech, as they used to call it. Uh -huh. And i got to say, not that long ago, I would have said, do not use text-to-speech. It's absolute garbage. It sounds stupid. It sounds computerized, blah, 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 blah. Well, my mind has kind of been changed, and I've actually been messing around with a new software that does a fantastic job of creating these voiceovers, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But we'll also talk about some other opportunities for getting voiceovers made and how you can get them done for all of your videos, and we'll talk about how you can save a little money by doing it as well, and all of that should be fun. Because you know what, Steve? I do voiceovers quite often. Oh, yeah. I no, voiceovers you, quite often. You've got a good voice for that. You've got a good style. I, well, I, mean, I, I mean, I buy them. Oh, you buy? I mean. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I do some my, myself, of course, but um, you know, I also get a lot of voiceovers done by others. And, and believe me, there are lots of different levels of voiceovers and different types of voices for different purposes. And if you've ever listened to the radio... Well, you've probably learned that. And Steve, you, you're a radio guy. Um, I always used to get a kick out of, you know, see, what people don't understand is when it comes to things like voiceovers and all that, you've got actors mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you've got voiceover people mm-hmm. or announcers. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe that's really three different things. Mm-hmm. And what I used to love is um, on radio stations. So for those of you who don't know, uh, when it comes to commercials on a radio station, there's different types of commercials that you can have. There's the pre-produced commercial that you literally send to the station and the station plays it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ford has a, a commercial that's already pre-made or Apple or Pepsi and boom, they hand it to you. You stick it in, probably on a cart or however they're doing it. I guess it's yeah, all digital videos. Yeah, it's computer now. But they'll throw that commercial in there and play that commercial, and, and it's done. Well, there's also mostly, most of the time, it's going to be smaller businesses, local businesses, that will actually pay to have the radio station do reads of commercials. So if, let's say I've got a, a small shop. Instead of having a produced commercial, you know, John, the DJ might be like, hey, this is John. And, you know, this weekend they're we're going to be going down to such and such mm-hmm. because they've got all these things. A, B, C, D. You should check them out, too. Go on down. Check it out today. You know, they'll do the actual read of a commercial live, live on, the, on air, the air. Right. Or mm-hmm. pseudo live on the air. It'll pseudo seem like live. It's live it, on yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is the third one is that the people at the station will actually produce the commercial that gets paid, and that'll be m- much more similar to the produced commercial that you would hear, except it would be people at the station putting it together. And the problem that we've always had with those, and you may remember these, Steve, because I always used to get a kick out of it. Hey, Ray, how's it going today? You know, and that's what the <laughs> DJs sound like, and they're not uh, they're yes. not actors. Well, it's great today, Ray. Hey, <laughs> look at this pen I bought at the pen store. Wow. Why, Steve, did you say the pen store? Yeah, exactly. The pen. Yes, I said the pen store. Wow, the pen store. I've never been there. Could you tell me a little bit more about the pen store? Well, the pen store's got a great selection of (laughs) pens, black, blue, you name it. And they're located at 123 Main Street. 123 Main Street, I'll have to head over to 123 Main Street this weekend and pick up a pen at the pen store. Will you be there, Steve? I'll be there, Ray. That's the pen store, 123 Main Street. You know. Yes, there you go. And that is the acting chops of the uh, announcers at a radio station right. doing the commercials. And I always right. used to get a good kick out of it because there are there's different types of people. There are actors and there are voice people. and And some people do both. Clearly, you know, there's many actors that can do both of those things, but a lot of announcers are announcers. Yeah. You know, and and they sound like announcers reading a script. Well, even me, um, you know, when I when I had to do those commercials, I tried to make it sound natural and I probably (laughs) did a better job than a lot of people. But I'm not an actor. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. No, absolutely. I get it. And, and, you know, that's the thing is, is you want to be able to get voiceovers that fit the situation that you're working on. And and there's a lot of different scenarios when it comes to getting voice work done. So, for instance, you might have, let's say, some sort of documentary you've put together, and you're going to need an actor that's going to be doing an hour's worth of, of voiceover work, and it's going to require probably different inflections and different voices at different times and, mm-hmm. and you know some really interesting things that they're going to do. Uh, there, you could be doing a voiceover for an audio book. And depending upon the audiobook, you may need to do characters and things like that. So you need right. some of that acting chops. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when the uh, the first Harry Potter books first started coming out in in America because they're actually the uh, audio versions are different in the UK than they are in America. It's a different person, even though it's a British guy here in the U.S. that did it. It was a guy by the name of Jim Dale, 
And when he took the job, they said to him, oh, can you do all these different voices for the characters? Oh, yeah, of course I can. He'd never done voices before in his life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but he did fantastic. He did a great job. He's a very good voice artist. And uh -huh. he did all these different voices. Even though I, I kind of laughed because uh, in some of the later books, some of the characters that um, you know had very small parts here and there would suddenly have completely different voices in book four than they did in book one. Oh. You because know, he just forgot what they sounded like or what have you. But um, yeah, right. You know, okay. He did yeah. a great job though. Really, for somebody that hadn't ever done the voice work and was kind of uh, playing it by ear, he did a great job. And the point being is, you know, he had to really change his voice for all these different characters that he did. Versus if it was a book about, let's say, um, you know, how to how to bake cookies, mm -hmm. you know, you don't need to have no. a lot of inflection. It's going to be very straightforward. It's like, all right, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to grab the flour, put the flour into the bowl. You know, you don't have to have characters. You don't have to have acting chops to do that. You just have to have a, a good speaking voice and, and be articulate enough to do it. Well, that's a different skill set. And it's a less expensive skill set, but it's still a, a you know a, a simpler skill set. And other situations, for instance, uh, I was messing around, and we'll we'll play something a little later that I messed around with, and I'll tell you why we're we're going to play that. Um, different things like stingers for radio programs and podcasts. Uh, you've got commercials that are going to be read. You've got all sorts of different things. You've got you know, internet videos that are going to have to be read, sales videos that are going to have to be read, and all of them done by different people with different types of voices. And in each situation, you're going to have something different. So the question is, what can you get and how can you get it? Well, first and foremost, one of the easiest ways to go and get a voiceover is to head on over to Fiverr. Now, some of you go, oh, Fiverr, come on, what are they going to have? Well, believe it or not, no. actually... Fiverr has a great selection of voiceover artists because most of the ones that are on there or the good ones are higher end voiceover artists right, right. looking to do some small projects in between, get people in the door, get their name out there and then do the bigger projects. Because if you're doing, let's say, that documentary and you're going to get a really good voice actor, uh, for instance, uh, one of uh, one of the uh, the, the best um, uh, voice actors, female wise, does a lot of audiobooks actually here. That doesn't live too far from here is a, a lady by the name of January Lavoy. Really, really good voiceover artist. And I'm sure she charges a fortune to do an ebook or, or some sort of reading like that for documentary style things. You know, not, not a household name like, uh, you know, everybody says James Earl Jones is a great voiceover guy, but obviously he's a household name. He's going to cost an absolute fortune, right. but she's probably going to cost a lot of money to do your stuff as well. And that's why for me, I listen to a lot of audible books. And you run the gamut between somebody who paid for a really good actor and somebody who didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a big difference between the two. But you know what? You can you can still enjoy the book if the reader is just a straightforward reader. You can still enjoy that. Um, but when you get a good actor or an actress, you can really start to bring that book out. And that, of course, costs a lot of money to be able to do that. It's it's not a cheap proposition. And, of course, with most of us, well, what do we do? Well, you know, we might get a client where we meet, we need to make four or five videos, and then we need to make another video next week and one next month and one two weeks after that. And that can start to really add up if we're paying expensive actors for very basic 30-second little spots or Internet videos. You know, we may not need to pay $150 every single time we make one little video. Right, right. It just may not be worth it. Well, 
this week, <laughs> I started doing something that I said I would probably, well, not that I said I would never do, but at the time I was like, heck no, this is terrible. And that is using some of the, um, the, the newer artificial intelligence voices for different things. Uh-huh. And I got to say, I have put those down before, text-to-speech, some people call them. I've put it down before and said, oh, gosh, don't do that. It sounds terrible. But I have to say, I've been using a new one, and I've been having a lot of fun with it and doing some really, really neat things. Now, are there upsides and downsides still? Yes. The upside, there's a lot of upsides. Um, the downside of, of text-to-speech in general, of course, is that it's going to sound robotic. It's not going to sound real. It's going to sound fake. And and even some of the ones that have started to have realistic-sounding voices, it's still difficult because they don't get the inflections right. They don't pronounce words properly. You know, there's a lot of different things that can still hinder that. Well, I started playing around with one this week, and I got to say, it sounds really good. And for a lot of situations, you could definitely use that and get away with it and have a really good voiceover for whatever it is that you're doing. Um, great for, you know, things like, uh, your, your voicemail systems and, uh, for short videos, um, intros and outros, you know, all that kind of stuff. You could get away with using these now because they sound really good. And a lot of times, especially when it's not, if it's, if it's, if it's not super long, a lot of times you could really be fooled into thinking it was a person that read it. And of course, if you've used a lot of people on Fiverr, you'll find that the artificial voice is better than some of the people that are charging money to uh, to do the voiceover. Believe me, there are people that are not very good at it um, that are doing it and they're making money. And these artificial ones actually do a better job, you know, especially if you if you're getting a, a voiceover from an actor who's kind of reading it very flat. It would be pretty difficult to tell the difference between the artificial voice and a real voice when they're just doing a straight read without acting and inflection and, and whatnot. Um, the, the downsides obviously are, you know, you don't get that inflection. You don't get that emotion that you may need at different times if you're doing certain kinds of, you know, video content. If you really need emotion in there, that's going to be a little more difficult. What would be great is in the future is if you could not only uh, generate an artificial voice, but kind of dictate the scenario so, for instance, you know, let's say you've got a, vo- let's say, let's say my voice is an artificial voice in there, and the traditional voice just says, "Hi, I'm an artificial voice, and I can read something for you." Very straightforward, right? Right. But let's say that you know you told it, "Oh, this is going to be, uh, you know, this is something that's going to be intense and exciting." So then that same voice could be like, "Hey, this is, you know, this is my artificial voice, and we're going to read this for you today." You yeah. Know? Right. You could do things like that. That would really bring it to a whole new level. And whether they can ever do that or not is tough to say. Um, there are softwares for animation that, that can do that. For instance, uh, there's a, a program called FaceTalk, and what it does is it allows you to take a face and have it speak. And you can add situations. You're angry, you're happy, you're sad, and the face will talk differently when it's angry and move differently when it's angry than when it's happy. Uh-huh. Or when it's in love, or whatever you tell it. So if you could start to tell the emotion to these things, we could really start to to take over a market with that. But as it is, you know, with these artificial voices, if you're doing straight reads, they're fantastic. And 
Well, and, and keep in mind, too, that just a few years ago, there was no way you would have um, recommended the text-to-speech. Nope. Not, no not even close. Yeah, and, and there was and, a lot of and, people that still liked it, but I wouldn't and, recommend Well, it. and you would have said, there's no way, and there's no way I will ever do it. I know you. you know. And and so now when you say, well, emotion, who knows if they get will get there, well... Maybe they will. We'll see. Yeah. I, I think they will. I think they definitely will. I don't even think it'll be that difficult, to be honest with you. Yeah. It'll just take certain types of algorithms to go into it to make the, the pitch change and the speeds change and, and, and whatnot. In fact, what, what I would think and hope is that what you would get is uh, the ability to record a voiceover and then edit the voiceover afterwards and add different types of inflection points mm. in the, the audio that you get. So in other words, like let's say um, one of the one of the toughest things for not only for, for artificial voice, but even for voiceovers when you have to cut something. And so let's say that, um, you know, when I, ta- when I say a sentence, uh, if I'm going to say, uh, you know, Steve, let's go to lunch, you know, you can hear at the end of that, Steve, let's go to lunch. Yeah. And lunch. It, it kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm versus if I was to say, Steve, let's go to lunch. You know, I mean... No, I know what you're You cut it off, you can tell it's not the end. Where are we going? So I can see where at some point in time you can, almost like you would put a a transition on the end of a video clip, you'll be able to put that transition on there and it will pitch shift that in some way to make it go down at the end so that it sounds like the end of a sentence. Well, you know, and I got to tell you uh, and and this is you're you're going to mention a product that you've been testing and this is not that product, but I do a lot of videos for for clients, YouTube mm-hmm. videos that what they're meant to do is not so much get views, although I want a few, um or rank, although some of them do, but they're they're there because first of all, YouTube indexes them right away, and I'm building out citations, I'm building out backlinks, I'm building out geographic and content authority with these videos, and I've been using Synthesis AI Studio, and it nice. does it does the voice and the video for you. It's a spokesperson, and if you really look at it, you can tell it's AI, but but. It's not bad, and especially for what I use it for, it's just fine. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to do that five years ago. You know, I would have had to uh, do something else. And typically what I did five years ago was just me in front of a camera reading a script, and, you know, that was fine. This is a heck of a lot easier. It really saves a lot of time. Anyhow, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and these softwares are getting really good at doing that, and I'm sure there's probably much more expensive software tools out there that uh, can really do with the stuff that we're talking about. But it would be nice if, you know, like, for instance, if a read was to be like, do you think that you could do X, Y, or Z? Heck no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's big inflection mm-hmm. on that. So if you could mark that and go, okay, this is where it's excited, you know, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden add that inflection at that point, I think that's when we're really going to start to to see some of those uh, those things happen. But right now for the straight reads, they, you can do some really cool stuff, and when you're using it in something else, and we're going to show some, we're going to play something here in just a second. Um, you can really use these for a lot of fun and 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 get some things done that would have cost you a lot of money. Now, 
Uh, first and foremost, before we play the clip that I'm going to play, I just want everybody to know I am not an audio engineer. I am not an audio expert or an audio editor. I don't do this kind of work. So this is just me creating something, playing around based on things that I hear, you know, with other uh, other radio shows and things. So I, I kind of created a, a little radio stinger or bumper for a radio show using an artificial voice. And of course, when you use those, you're masking the voice, you're adding pitch shifts to the voice, you're adding echoes to the voice. So it really, if it did sound somewhat robotic, it gets lost in there very quickly. And again, I'm not an expert, but I do want to play this just because uh, it'll give us an opportunity to, to kind of hear what can be done. So I'm going to play this right now. And uh, you know, you guys let me know if it's decent. I mean, like I said, I'm not an audio engineer, so don't Judge me based on the editing per se. <laughs> I'm sure a, a professional would do it much, much better. But here we go. You're listening. You're listening to Video Marketing Madness with Ray the Video Guy, Ray the Video Guy, and Steve Sleeper. That to me sounds like a lot of radio shows, and that mm-hmm. was done completely with me just typing in the script, recording a voiceover and dropping it into a timeline and adding all the effects and the pitch shifts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, again, an audio engineer could take that same thing, make it probably 10 times better. But the point being is the voice in there, I didn't have to pay anybody. I did that, by the way, I did that in about 20 minutes while I was waiting for um, Steve to to get on for the show. Yeah. Because I was sitting at my desk and I sat here for 20 minutes and put that together and just messed around with it. Recorded a bunch of different voices and decided which one I wanted to use and uh, put it in there, added the effects, which, by the way, the effects I just pulled from Envato Elements. So it cost me nothing to make that. And I made it in, you know, like I said, within 20 minutes. And again, if I was really just trying to get it done quickly, I probably could have done that in, in you know, five or 10 minutes. But I want I was really messing around with a lot of different things. And I think it sounds pretty decent. For what it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> for yeah, my for limited expertise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what 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 software did you use besides Envato <laughs> Elements? What what software did you use to create the the AI voiceover? I just did it in Final Cut Pro. <laughs> really? So I wasn't even in Logic or or uh, or Audition or or GarageBand or anything like that. I just did it in Final Cut Pro, and just layered out some some audio layers. So how did it. you how did you generate the voice? So the voice, uh, actually, the software that I've been testing for the last couple of days is a, a program called VidVoicer, and we've been we've been talking about it for about three or four days. Yeah. Um, you can check it out at raythevideoguy.com slash vidvoicer. And, um, I mean, it, it's an amazingly simple program. You just type in your text, hit a button, and it creates the voiceover. But what's great about it is it, it's... It's called VidVoicer. It obviously has the voiceover techniques in there or, or tools in there, but it actually will build an entire video. It'll create slideshow videos and, and whiteboard videos, VSLs, and bring those voices in at the same time. So you can create just a voice and export it out like I did, or you can create an entire video and have the voiceover come in and voice over that video. Hmm. Um, very neat little program. Very, very cool. And... The voices in there, I mean, there is an absolute ton of voices in there. Um, obviously, we're in the U.S., so I'm using the U.S. English voices. But um, what's fun is you can do the U.K., you can do Ireland, you can do Australia, you can do South Africa, you can do India, all the different major English-speaking countries, even Canada, which, 
you know, I, I didn't really, it didn't say A or, or hoser, so I, I don't know how it was any different than an American one. But, uh, you know, the American one and that one kind of sound a pretty much the same. A boot, did it say a boot instead of a bottle? You know what, I didn't try, I should have tried that, I didn't even yeah, think about that. Yeah. Or, or I should have put in the letter Z and see if it said Z. Oh, yeah, uh, then we would know. Right. yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, we had the Canadian voices as well. Uh, but what was also neat is they have English with accents. So you could say, oh, you know what? I want to have it in English, but with a Nigerian accent or, you know, whatever it happened to be. And it'll be as if somebody from Nigeria is speaking English. Now, they don't have a ton of those. But what I did discover was if you just go into the other languages, like, for instance, Spanish, and you type in your stuff there in English, the the Spanish voice is still just going to read the English. Uh-huh. Now, it does read things a little bit differently. So like that that line that was in our little bumper here, uh, you were pronounced as Esteve. <laughs> Esteve. Because they pronounced the E's like they would oh. in, in Spain. Uh-huh. So instead of Steve, it was Esteve. Uh-huh. But I it was it. great. It was fantastic to hear it. And it sounded like English with a thick accent. You know, it was fantastic. I loved it. Um but yeah, you, you can have a lot of fun with this and do some really cool things. In fact, just that um, that one thing that we did there for that bumper, I probably rendered out in like ten different voices just for fun. Mm-hmm. Tried different speeds because you can adjust the speeds. Um, you know, you can make it talk really fast. You can make it talk really slow. Um, you know, just do a lot of neat things with it and put it together. And my personal opinion is, you know, I'm a video editor. So for me, my goal is always going to be with that is to download it, bring it into a video editor and put it together there. Because um, one thing that I that I do notice with these things is in between sentences, uh, I notice they do tend to have uh, spaces that I think are a little bit too big. And so, of course, when you bring that into your own video editor, you can trim that down and, you know, tighten it up as much as you want. But you can make some really good voiceovers with that and do some neat things and get lots of great sounds. There's male voices, female voices, the accents, you name it, and you can get it. There's even uh, some little kid voices that sound like you know sound like younger people. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's fantastic and it does a good job. And um, you know, again, rather than paying fifty dollars every time you want to do a voiceover on on Fiverr or worse, you know, five hundred dollars for a real professional one every time you want to do a quick video, um, this makes it all a whole lot easier. And one of the things that it really does, in my opinion, is it opens up creativity. If that voiceover is, quote unquote, good enough for making a short Internet video, well, why wouldn't you make 10 of those short Internet videos that are slightly different, targeting slightly different people or targeting slightly different keywords on the same product? Now, if you've got uh, a diet product that you're going to be putting out there and you want to make a video for it and put it on YouTube, now you've got the opportunity to have voiceovers and make 10 videos and this video could be targeting, you know, weight loss in 30 days. And this one could be targeting um, how to lose weight. And this one could be targeting this. And you, now you've got all these different videos that are unique content that you can specifically target to a keyword instead of just making one video because it costs so much money to put together. So there's a lot of great possibilities that you can get simply by having a tool like this to be able to create multiple pieces of content. And by the way, you know, <laughs> we... we 
I get the phone calls all the time, and I'm sure you do too as well, Steve, where it's got the fake voice trying to pretend it's a real person and talk right. to you and have a conversation. Right. Uh, and I always have fun with those because, you know, I can still tell. And some of them have gotten really good where you're like, I'm pretty sure this is a fake person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'll say, so how are you doing today? And, and I'll say something like, you know, Taco Bell. And they're <laughs> like, I'm sorry, can you say that again? I didn't quite catch that. You know, Taco Bell. <laughs> Just say dumb things. And and the funny thing is, is they actually program pretty good because you'll say, are you a human? And they'll say, well, of course I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, but what's funny is they will eventually admit it to you. The actual, the actual AI voice will admit it to you and say, well, I'm a real person, but this is, but this has been recorded to uh, automate the process of, you know, intake or whatever. So they will actually admit it. They actually put it in there to admit that at least some of the companies have which I thought was kind of funny. But, yeah. you know, those automated voice things, as as annoying as, as they are, they're really, you know, I mean, what's the difference between that and picking up and getting a recording at that point? You know, I, I don't see where there's a, an advantage or disadvantage. It's still basically a recording. But the voices sound good. If you've got, um, if you need a voice for your your uh, answering machines or your, um, you know, voicemail systems in your business, it's a great way to get them done quickly and easily. Press one for operator, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now you don't have to record all these. You just type them in and boom, you get, you're good to go. So it's, it makes it very, very easy. So again, you know, just a lot of variety here, different types of voiceovers that you can get. You can pay a ton of money to have a really good actor do a great voiceover. And if you listen to Audible, you know, you'll recognize a lot of the actors that actually do voiceovers on Audible. Um, uh, Catherine McCormick, she does a lot of them. If you don't know her, she used to be on shows like uh, some of the Law and Order shows. That, that was my aunt. <laughs> nice. No, that's, she that's, died. That's she died awesome. in 1965, so it's not her. So it's not her. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Will Wheaton, he does some, so you'll you'll hear his voice in there doing them a, a lot of times. So you can pay big money to have well-known names do the voices, recognizable voices do them, and they do a great job. You know, Will Wheaton did the uh, Ready Player One and and Ready Player Two and uh, some of those books. I can't remember if he did Armada or not. I have to go back and see. But you know, he did a great job with those. Mm-hmm. And and Catherine McCormick, she did um, the uh, um, uh, the Hunger Games books. Oh, you know, so those those were very well done. Um, you know, there's a bunch of them that do it, and you'll you'll recognize those actors here and there that that go in and do that, and it's good for them. And you know, but again, you're going to pay for that. If it's a fairly well-known name, you're going to pay to have that done. So through the, through the nose. Yeah, it's going to be very expensive. And even if you get an unknown that's that's a good actor, you're going to pay a lot of money for it. When we used to do videos, uh, even when we could get people on Fiverr back in the day, still, you know, people would hi- we would hire voiceover artists to come into the studio record there uh-huh. and you know they're they're paying you know a couple thousand dollars for this guy to record for you know to be there for an hour doing some recordings and that's expensive mm-hmm. you need to make it think about that if that's the way you make your videos and you got to make another video two days from now you got to bring that guy back in you got to have him do a, a whole nother thing you got to pay those thousands of dollars again it can be very very expensive and it's going to stifle your creativity you're just not going to make more videos Right. Or you're going to do something alternatively. Well, you can also hire on Fiverr. There are people on Fiverr that you can get for uh, as little as it, – it's rare, and they're usually newer, and they're not that great. You can get people that will do 100 words for 5 bucks. 
Yeah, I've, I've been averaging $25 for some good folks, though. Um, yeah. Maybe 50 and you know. A lot, of the, a lot of the good ones are up in the 20s for 75 words. So mm-hmm. some of these newer ones, you can get 100 words for 5 bucks. Now, 75 words is about 30 seconds, and 100 words is not quite a minute. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be three quarters of a minute or so, mm-hmm. depending on how they read it. So you figure 75 words is about a 30 second thing. And, and some of the good actors, they're charging 25 bucks for 30 seconds. Right. So right. if you've got to do a two minute video, you know, you're at a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. if you can do, if, if, if the software can just do a, a nice read for two minutes and you don't have to pay for that because you've already got the software, I mean, think about what you'd save. Think about, you might do another video. You might try three different kinds of videos and see which one does better. You're not going to pay a voiceover artist to do three different videos just to see which one is going to be the better video. But this will allow you to do that, allow you to have a different message and hopefully get that, you know, figure out the best one or use those to target, like I said, different types of keywords because you're going to have multiple keywords and it's very difficult to target numerous keywords with one video. So you need to kind of have another video. Yeah, yes, you can hit for some multiple keywords, but you probably want to have one video focusing on one keyword and then another video focusing on another keyword, even though both of them might rank for either keyword a little bit. Um, you, you know, the ability to make more videos is going to allow you to, to do a lot more. Uh, presentations. You got to do some sort of presentation. That's going to help you do that. Um, <laughs> if you watch TikTok, You'll see what a really bad AI voice usually sounds like. There's, um, <laughs> I guess yeah. it's a, a built-in thing that's in there, and you hear the voice all the time. It's this woman's voice. Oh boy, is it? it yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's degrading the fact that this woman's voice is always doing these, mm-hmm. and people use her all, you know, this artificial voice thing all the time. And I guess I don't know if it's built into to TikTok. You'd you think with our shows over the last two weeks talking about TikTok, and I'd, I'd know all these types of things, but of course, you know. I only know what I do with TikTok, <laughs> right. not what, not everything that's available. But right. Uh, right, you know, yeah. But the point being is, you can use artificial type voices to be able to do some really cool stuff. Again, videos, short videos for the internet, even commercials in some cases, stingers where, you, especially if you're going to be doctoring up that audio and and adding stutters and and echoes and and sound effects and all that kind of pitch shifts. You, know, you can definitely get away with that and really do some fun stuff and make a you know a nice little bumper for things. If you need to have uh, an intro and outro for your videos, it's a great way to do that. Imagine if you're doing some sort of uh, videos for local businesses where uh, maybe it's you know reputation style videos and you need to have um, a voice at the beginning and at the end of all the videos. Well, you could have the artificial voice do that, and it's going to be perfect for that kind of a thing. It's going to save you a lot of money it's going to give you a good voiceover and you'll be able to get a lot more done without waiting because that's the other thing too by the way uh you want to get something up today you hire somebody on fiverr guess what that's not oh, yeah. getting up today oh yeah you know you got to get them the information it might take them uh hours or a day to get back to you they might have a question or two answer the question they finally record it you're going to wait for them to finish recording it and get it uploaded and send it back to you by then you could have made 20 videos with the artificial voice Okay, let me ask you this now. Vid Voicer, yep. I'm, I'm on the website. Uh, $37 for a commercial license, and there is a coupon to get $7 off. There okay. sure is. Um, Odo, what's the Odo? OTO. Uh, the, the OTO on that is um, they're going to give you an unlimited version. And I don't remember, I know it says on there what the, I believe it says what the restrictions are on there. Okay. I think the. Um, 
there's a limited number of characters and words you can have in your script. Okay. And but when you get the unlimited one, then you can do you know as much as you want. I think I think the the hard limit on it is like ten thousand words. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to guess that if you buy the commercial license, use the coupon thirty dollars, you can get that Odo when you need it. That's typically what goes on. With yeah, I'm sure. Things. I'm sure that's the case. I'm sure. Yeah, you can get I, it I bet you anything. Yeah. Here's a funny story on because uh, I'm going to get it because I need another thing to use. But um, on this uh, synthesis AI studio, yeah. I I was uh, cranking out like I loved it because I could crank out. 10 videos and they were all unique and then I'd put them on 10 different channels for 10 different markets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, YouTube figured that out and brought down all those channels. <laughs> except except the main channel. So, yeah, the bright teenagers there at YouTube. So, but, but here is the issue. I just spent like hundreds of dollars getting the unlimited version of Synthesis AI about a week later, YouTube brought my channels down. I'm like, well, thanks. You couldn't have done that last week, two weeks ago. So anyhow, but if you find that you need the unlimited version, I'm going to guess you can get it at any time. Yeah, I would think so. And if you're doing short videos like that, you know, you may not need the unlimited version. Um, and, and the good thing is, is with the unlimited version, like I said, I think there's a hard cap at like 10,000 words, but... You can do your 10,000-word voiceover and then do another 10,000, and it gives you the ability to stitch them together right. so that you can then have a nice long one, you know, even longer. I'm, I don't know how long 10,000 words is, but that's a lot of words. That's a lot. Well, that's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, yeah, I, do, I, think, I, I think it's more than that. Is it? Well, you figure uh, 100, uh, you know, 75 words is 30 seconds. 150 is a, about a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, ten thousand divided by one hundred and fifty. So that's like like an hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I was thinking a thousand. Okay, I always don't carry the zeros in my head, so you know, <laughs> I, I'm not so, yeah. used to that big math. Um, yeah, but this sounds uh, good. I'm going to get it because I just need another source, and it's not a tremendous amount of money. So, yeah, as a as a practice, the other day, and uh, I actually took a, a script that we we did for a video on uh, sci- sciatica and neuropathy, and just took like the first two short paragraphs of it and put it in there, and the read was great. In fact, I can I can even play that. Um, I can pull that up and play it, and we can actually hear that. Sciatica and peripheral neuropathy can affect the legs and feet. They both can cause pain, numbness, and tingling. And they can both impact your strength and balance, making falls more likely. So, how do you know which of these two you may have? And, why is it important to know the difference between sciatica and peripheral neuropathy? Well, it's important because the treatment for each of these conditions are not interchangeable, so if you're not receiving the proper treatment, you won't get results. And you know what's funny about that is I thought for sure it would never be able to pronounce sciatica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't but pronounce I can't pronounce sciatica. I guess I just did, but anyhow. But yeah, so that I mean I thought that was fantastic. Now the the only the only thing I might do with that is because I'm you know a bit of a perfectionist on those types of things is I would actually um, put that in on the video and I would trim out some of the the 
uh, spaces in between the sentences because I think there's a, a bit too much of a pause for me. Uh-huh. So I would tighten that up a little bit. But yeah. other than that, you know, it sounds like a good straight read from a decent voiceover artist. And it didn't cost anything to do that. Yeah. Well, if you like it, it'll be fine. It, it, yeah. If I, if I like it, it's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're fussy. Yep. Uh, especially about that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, but it's a brave new world. You know, things are... Things are changing all the time. You know, who would have thought that we would have, you know, cameras in our pockets that are, that are, you know, that could rival professional cameras from oh, 20 know. years ago. I know. Isn't that amazing? You know, a lot of, lot of great things going on. You know, all the uh, face change technology that's out there. I mean, some of it is absolutely amazing. And this is just another one of those steps that has finally reached a point where, you know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I remember I had to be around early 20s let's put it that way and i remember thinking wouldn't it be neat if somebody could get me on the phone anywhere not just in my car because there there were rudimentary car phones in the 50s you know uh but not just in the car but anywhere you know just in my pocket would be a phone and and they could get me there you know they could get me and um i thought yeah, we'll never get there. You know, that's science fiction stuff, you know. And now look at it. I still remember that. You know, that's a Oh, even even just calling outside of our area codes, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can call somebody on the other side of the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. It's uh and for you know, sometimes you all you have to pay is like two dollars a month to be able to do that, you know. Um you know, if you want to call India I, I haven't tried this in a while, but it used to be on Skype. You just took out a small subscription, and you could call India basically for free. You know, yep. just you know, dollar a month subscription, two dollars a month, whatever. So, yeah, and and of course, you know, you can just literally Skype them and well, yeah, just Skype, <laughs> yeah, call on Skype as opposed to calling a phone number. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. and I talk to I talk to people in India all the time. Oh, sure. In Africa and all sorts of places. So. Well, you know, I work a lot with uh, John and JJ Curry. We've kind of partnered up on some yep. things, and they're in Johannesburg, and uh, we uh, we work on stuff all the time, you know, together, uh, co- collaborating and stuff like that. So unbelievable. Yep. 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 It's a, it's a changing world, and now this is just the uh, the next evolution, the next step. And like I said, I would not be surprised to see in the next you know year or so where you can really start to adjust the inflections of of these voices on top of that as well. And I think we're going to see that. And when we do, you know, all bets are really going to be off at that point in time because that's really right, Ray. <laughs> deep fakes, baby, deep fakes. Deep fakes. Yep. Okay, so uh, who helped make this show possible, Ray? Well, of course, this show was made possible by our good friends over at Movo, who can help you to do voiceovers by providing you with some great microphones. The UM700 and 800 desktop microphones, they plug in by USB. You can do your podcasts, your voiceovers. It kind of looks like a certain um, snowman-style oh, microphone that we won't oh mention. <laughs> And it's and they also have uh, a a little brother of that one, the UMC 300, which is a 
really good little microphone. I mean, it's surprisingly good for the size. It does some great stuff. So another microphone that you definitely would want to check out. And it's as good as the the, the snow uh, one. But uh, no, I would I would say that in that particular case, that one's actually a, a step above. But when um, when we talk about Sasquatch, um, yes, it's 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 less money, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of meant to fall into that category of the little brother of the other one. Uh-huh. But the UMC 300 is a much better lower tier microphone. Oh, okay. uh, a lot more options and, and things. Uh, and that's not to put down the other one. The other one is fantastic. But the UMC 300 actually has a lot of really nice features uh, that the little brother of the other one does not have. I see. So, okay. Very, very good microphone. And, of course, you want to get a lapel microphone. You can get the LV-1, which allows you to plug into your smartphone or a camcorder or an audio device or whatever it is you want to plug it into. And best part is that sucker is only 18 bucks. You can vastly improve your video audio by getting a lapel microphone, the LV-1, for only $18. How do you beat that? Wow. I mean, that's incredible. I don't think you do. I I would agree. <laughs> so be sure to go out and check those out. And, of course, you can check out the lights, the stands they have, the uh, the smartphone video kits that come with all sorts of things in the package. You can get all of these things by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo and checking them out today. And with that, Ethel, she's using the uh, Movo Walker to wake her, make her way over here. She's not, not just a, kidding. She's not AI, is she? Uh, she is not. She is real. She's got the tennis balls on the bottom of the walker and everything. Okay. And here she comes. She's got that instrument. She's climbing out of the walker. She is jumping over the fence. Here she comes. All right, Ethel, hit it. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. YouTube Ninja Tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 